Welcome to the Care to Change podcast. We are grateful to have you join us. Thank you for being a part of this conversation as we hope to offer you practical solutions for positive change. Welcome everybody to the Care to Change podcast. I am your guest host for the final time, at least for this series, Larry Vincent. I am the editor of the podcast. I also am a pastor here, local uh, pastor here in the community. Uh, and I'm a huge supporter uh, of Care to Change, and I am so grateful and honored to have been asked to host this uh, series that we're calling Therapy 101, All the First Questions, which really just takes a look at all the things that persons should be uh, asking, going through, experiencing uh, when they're trying to pick a therapist and go through therapy. You know, what's the good, what what should, things should we look out for? What things should we expect? And if you haven't joined us yet for any of the previous episodes, you have missed out on a whole lot of golden nuggets, a lot of gems that can help you not just to pick out a therapist here at Care to Change, but anywhere that you might find uh, comfort in finding a therapist. The, the very first episode that we talked about, I loved it, was when to go to therapy. When are you making that mental decision on when do I need to go or should I even go to therapy? It's really one of those ones that you listen to when you have to get over that mental hurdle of, of accepting the fact that you might need to go to therapy. Good episode. You should definitely listen to that one. And then after that episode, we talked about in our second episode, what to do when considering therapy. And all that was, was basically this, this checklist of things that we need to go through that we need to be thinking about when uh, we're about to call that 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 organization or that therapist to make that first appointment. And then uh, the third episode was all about that hiring, that hiring process of selecting your first therapist. And even if it doesn't make sense, uh, you know, I'm sorry, even if that environment doesn't make sense for you, what does it look like for you to fire, quote unquote, that therapist and move on to another therapist? We definitely talked about that pushing through and making sure you don't give up on yourself, even if that first uh, that first therapist wasn't a good fit. Uh, and then the fourth episode, we talked about what happens at that first appointment. And I really love that, that insight that we got, that narrative of when I make that first phone call, when I get those first forms, what should I expect from, uh, from care to change when I walk in the door and when I sit down to my first appointment, and even what I should expect afterwards. And one of the things that really stuck out in that episode was that intentional and thoughtful care and welcoming environment uh, that Care to Change offers and tailors specifically to each client that calls their office. And it was something that that I didn't know that happened behind the scenes and, uh, and so appreciative to hear. So today, we're going to be talking about, okay, you sat through that appointment and you got some good insight. What tools, what types of therapy, what specialties does Care to Change offer to help you overcome your mental health struggles? And so I'm just going to open the floor to you, April, instead of asking a specific question uh, uh, you know, about the types of therapy, give you that space to say, okay, what types of therapies, what specialties do we offer? So the floor is yours. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that. Um, a lot of people know care to change for our specialties, you know, that we offer. And I, I want to talk about some of those, but I want to touch on, um, the different kinds of services that we provide for clients who come to care to change. 
because we understand and know that each person is different, that each person is in their own age and stage of life and place of struggle or challenge that they come with different goals um, and different needs. And we also know that people are mind, body, spirit, or not just what we think or how we feel or what our body, what's happening within our bodies, um, what's where we are part of relationships. And so there are so many parts to each person that if we only talk about what happens in the mind, we're only going to be addressing one small piece of the overall need that someone might come to care to change with. So for that reason, we have on our team, we have different types of therapies and services available. For example, we have a gentleman on our team who is a financial counselor. Well, that doesn't sound like therapy at all. Guess what? It's not therapy. But what we know is that budgets and debt uh, and finances can cause a major source of stress for an individual or a marriage. And so couples will come in or an individual will come in and they'll say, the debt is drowning me, or I've lost my job and I don't know what to do, or I need to change jobs, but I don't know financially what that's going to mean. Well, that's not a therapy issue. That's a financial slash budgeting issue that if you didn't go to school for finances or budgeting, it can be a big source of stress. And guess what? Everybody has to deal with finances in one way or another. And we find that um, in research shows that finances and budgeting is one of the major contributors to marital stress. And so if someone's coming in saying, this is a big issue, we're drowning in stress, or he's a spender and I'm a saver, or we're both spenders, or we came into this marriage with X amount of debt, what are we supposed to do? It's causing stress that we want to be able to give them a resource. So we have a financial counselor on our team. You don't even have to be seeing a therapist to see our financial counselor. You can call us and just say, finances are a big stress for me. I don't want to see a therapist, but I, I understand that you've got someone that can walk me through with my yeah. financial situation. That's totally fine, right? So we have a financial counselor on our team. We also have a coach on our team. Now that's a little different because people say like, well, what's the difference between a coach and a therapist? A therapist is going to look at patterns and history and past and future and goals and themes and relationship issues and trauma and attachment and all the things, right? Um, diagnoses where a coach is someone that says, okay, I've got goals and I'm not sure my next steps, or I need someone to help walk me through with accountability. That's not my family. That's not my friends. It's not my teacher, someone that's going to walk through this is my next set of goals in life. This is where I need to be. I need more of someone to walk and journey with me. And what we find often, especially with therapy is once someone who has walked through the healing process, they know what tools are needed. At that point, they're able to look forward at goals and they want some, some accountability and some structure in place, more feedback. And that doesn't need to be a therapist. That can be a coach. So we have some people yeah. that are like, I don't need therapy. I need coaching. Um, or I've been through therapy and now what I need is a coach, right? Or we have some couples that they're in pre-married. Um, they don't need therapy. They might need premarital counseling slash coaching. And so it's a different service that's important depending on age and stage. So we also have a coach on our team as well. 
Um, we also have uh, health and wellness. We have two counselors who are health and wellness counselors. Um, one is very specific. Her training is as a nurse. So she has a background in the medical field as a nurse. She has biblical counseling certifications and um, all kinds of additional training. She will walk through if someone's recovering from an eating disorder, um, body image issues. Uh, what we find is that people come into therapy, they have numbed out with food or exercise, or um, they have completely disregarded their physical well-being. And once they get to a certain point in their journey where they're like, now, what am I going to do with this body that has been completely trashed over time? I don't know where mm. to start. All right. That doesn't need to be therapy. That could be a health and wellness counselor, right? Um, who can walk through, how do I get my body healthy again? Or how do I keep my body healthy now that it's become healthy again? So we have, and the beauty of this person on our team is that because she's so specialized, she can work with people who have active eating disorders as well active um, body image issues, people who have been through um, trauma related to the body, she can walk through that as well. And so she's very specialized in her training, but it's more about health and wellness as it relates to the body, because we know you can't really separate the emotions from the body. We're, we're interconnected, right? And so she's able to look at it from a little bit more of a medical perspective. So we have that. Um, the other is our trauma-informed uh, certified yoga instructor. What is that even? Huh. I hear yoga. Oh no, what's yoga, right? We did so much research. Um, this was one that we added her several years ago because again, we know that the body keeps the score. There's all kinds of books and materials and research that shows that when someone has been through um, specific challenges or trauma, the body will keep memories stored within. And so the body will respond to similar situations or feelings or um, activations. In the old days, we called them triggers, right? And the body will react in a certain way. Well, how do you get that out of the body, right? How do you heal that part of the body that has been through trauma where those traumatic memories are stored? Um, and that takes using the body. Well, you can't just take a walk and your body feels better, right? And so there's specific training um, that our um, yoga instructor has been through that can walk through how to use mindful movement and breath work to help release those traumatic memories from the body. And so she will walk through um, and, um, really um, use mindful movement, mindful breathing to help release and to heal those parts of the body that are storing um, those traumatic memories um, or that anxiety um, that people often experience. So we also have that form of um, service, I guess, if that's what you want to call it available. All of this is in addition to therapy, right? And counseling. So what I want to tell listeners is that when someone calls and they say, I, I want to go to therapy, there are, you know, more than 50 types of therapy available, like therapies, whether it's art therapy or cognitive um, behavioral therapy or EMDR or um, attachment-based therapy or neurofeedback type of therapy or play therapy or sand tray therapy. 
there are so many types of therapy that when someone says I need therapy, we have to assess, okay, what is going to be the most effective type of therapy for this issue and age and stage of the person calling. And so when someone calls and says, I'd like to see a therapist, we're going to ask, can you tell me a little bit about, about what this is for? And that's what we're doing. We're asking ourselves, okay, which type of therapy? And sometimes it's, I need to talk through and process other times it's okay. I've been through trauma and I need something a little bit more specialized to walk through the trauma. There's even, um, psychodrama type therapy as well. I mean, there's so many types of therapy that our care team is really listening to try to connect with the right provider. So, so you're, what you're saying is, and I think some people get the uh, idea that this happens is that they go to therapy and they have this idea, whether it be false or negative or false or true. I mean, <laughs> uh, that, that the therapist is just throwing spaghetti against the wall and seeing what sticks. Right. Uh, you know, like, okay, well, let's try this. Well, that didn't work. Well, let's try this. Well, that didn't work. What you're saying is something completely different. And, and it kind of, kind of goes into kind of the mindset that your therapists have. So what you're telling me is that this is a very intentional process that our therapists go through to say, okay, what type of therapy will work best for you right now? If it's offered at care to change, then that's what you'll do. But what if it's not? Yeah, then we'll find someone, we'll find someone who can offer it because really we want whoever it is that's coming in to be able to move forward, to get unstuck, to rediscover themselves, to experience the healing. And it can take some specific type of therapy to be able to do that. And so if we don't provide it, our team is big enough at this point, we provide so many different types. A lot of times it's a matter of saying, Hey, there's someone on our team that provides this particular type of model that really has been known to be effective. Research shows that it's effective. Would you be willing to try this um, with them? And I'll go with you to the appointment since I'm your primary therapist, or you can see them a couple of times and then come back and see me, whatever works best for you. And so we, we do offer um, different types of um, different types within our team. And if there's something that we don't ha- have within our team, we can help find it. Yeah. So you actually brought up another good, uh, another good word in here. You keep on using this word called research, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that, that you, uh, that you offer uh, therapy tools and, and, and uh, procedures or pro- whatever the proper word is that is backed up by scientific evidence and, and research. Talk a little bit about how, how, when you get something new and you're like, okay, are we going to offer this? What is that process that you go through to determine whether or not this is an actual safe and effective process to offer to your clients? Well, um, number one, is it biblically based, right? Um, does it, is it in alignment with the scripture? Um, if it's in alignment with scripture, it's past part of the test. What we yes. find is that research is coming to terms with what the scripture has been telling us all along, right? Yeah. So science is catching up to what the Bible has been saying um, the whole time. I mean, go figure. 
but um, that's, um, I would recommend anyone who wants to read a book about this is called The Garden Within, and I'll put that in the show notes um, for listeners. There's one called The Garden Within, and it talks about the combination between what the Bible says and what science says and how they overlap. It's beautifully written. Um, and so that would be a recommended resource, but so that would be a first, the first test. The second is, does science support that this is effective? So, you know, um, a massage feels really good unless you need brain surgery, right? <laughs> so yeah. uh, going in and talking about something can feel better because you've had a chance to talk about it but it doesn't mean that it's going to correct or help someone move forward in the healing process. Right. So right. you want to use what's going to make a difference and, and science, you know, there's research in a lot of these modalities to show that it's effective and that's why we use it. Yeah. So, I mean, like to, to, for another example, like I can, if my wife's shoulders hurt, I can give her a massage, right? If she pulled a tendon, I am not going to try to be a massage therapist. There is, I, I will do more damage right. Right. <laughs> to it. So, it, so it, it's it's like okay, yeah, I can try something, but unless there's evidence that backs it up, uh, I, you know, it's not safe for me to do. I, and I'm not trained in that specifically, and that's why I go to Care to Change or any other therapist that has that specialty or offers that that tool, because it's it's based upon their research and their experience and their experience and it does work and it's something that they that they like to offer and it has been effective uh and it's nice to know uh that you guys just aren't looking at something and says okay well this is the popular thing now so that we're just going to go offer it right. no it, it, is it biblically based and is it effective and does research support that right um so <laughs> i think that that go ahead and we we have there are some therapies that are sort of like they're not considered groundbreaking right now. And um, just for the sake of this being a podcast that people can listen to for a long period of time, I won't, I won't name them, but there are some newer therapies that are coming out right now that we are in the process of researching um, to find out, are these just because they're sort of fan-based right now and people are using them, is science backing that they're going to make a difference? If they make a difference, and science can show that, then what are we going to do about that? Are we going to get trained in it? Are we going to bring someone on our team who is trained in it? Are we going to find someone out in the community who's trained in it? Right. So, but we want to do our research first to say, and for example, with the yoga, um, we researched that first, you know, what, what does research say about trauma-informed yoga? Not all yoga is going to help with trauma, right? So we right. have to find someone who's specifically trained in what to say and what not to say and what to do and what not to do because of that exact reason. We don't want to cause harm. And so we want to hire people that know specialties that is backed by research and we know will make a difference for the people that see them. Great, great, awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, is there... So uh, do we want to go over, uh, do you feel, do, and if you feel like this isn't something that, you know, you want to cover right now, because this is supposed to be an evergreen podcast, right? Hi, One hi. that lasts a while uh, and this list might grow, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, what are some of the most popular in this space, one of the most popular mm -hmm. tools and types of therapy that you guys offer at Care to Change? Yeah. Um, 
I, I don't know that I would say most popular. What I would say is for the listener to go to our website where it says um, our team. And then on the link where it has our team, it has all of the, the types of issues that we see people for. And if you click on that particular issue or therapy, so there's EMDR, that's one that people call us a lot about is uh, EMDR. You can click on EMDR and it'll show the therapists that have been trained in EMDR. Um, okay. Or if, if it's just about anxiety, it'll it'll click on who is trained to help people that have anxiety, for example. Um, if you're asking about a specific type, like art therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy, attachment therapy, EMDR, to me, we know what these are. We have people who are trained in all of these, Santre, you know, um, play therapy. We have people who are trained in all of these. Um, I never really know, like for the general listener, are they interested in what they are, right? Or does it just bring confusion? Yeah. Because we're trained in it. We know the lingo, but if I start talking about it, does it just confuse people or does it bring clarity? And so if you're the one listening saying, I was really hoping you'd talk about what is EMDR, um, I would say to look up, um, yeah, not, not general websites that say what is EMDR, but look up emdr.com. There's a layperson section on what it is, right? And so you can read about what that is. It's one that's widely known to help um, with with people who have been through serious trauma, right? Um, yeah, brain spotting is one that helps people through um, trauma and helps athletes um, get through a mental block. So if you have a mental block with something, it was originally designed for athletes. So there's so many different kinds that we could spend, you know, we could spend a whole episode on what EMDR yeah. is, for example, but I would say, you know, you can ask your therapist or you can look, look at the origins website. Don't just look at everything out there. Cause obviously you can find whatever, but look at best practice or research-based articles or go to their actual website um, so that you can see a description. And if it's not clear, then call us and ask us and we can walk through it with you too. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th I think this goes back to what we've been saying throughout this entire series. Be thoughtful, do your homework, mm -hmm. do your research, know what you want to ask, uh, when you get to see your therapist, right? Mm -hmm. Well, this has been really informative for me. Uh, I mean, this whole series has. Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, I want to give you, I want to give you uh, just a chance, the space uh, mm -hmm. to say any kind of final words that you want to speak on this subject. Uh, and then I'll wrap things up, but uh, I'll open the floor to you. What, what do you want to say, generally speaking to the audience here about these types of therapy and these specialties? You know, here's what I would say. I, If I'm a client, I would ask the questions. If your therapist is asking questions or they're recommending something, maybe we should try EMDR, maybe we should try this, or I want to invite you to this, and you're not sure, ask them. What makes you think this is going to be helpful to me? That's okay to ask because we want you to be informed as to why we're asking the questions that we're asking, the direction that we're going or using whatever tool it is that we're using to help you. And so it's really important to ask the questions um, and then to ask yourself, is this making a difference for me? Um, because we want you to achieve your goals. We want you 
to know who you are at the core. We want you to live a happy and fulfilling life. We want you to know what your purpose is. You know, we want you to have the healing um, and the restoration that um, is available to you. So we want that for you. And so if there's something that you have a question mark about, we just invite you to ask the question about it. What does this mean? What would be most helpful? What would you suggest? Um, what am I missing? Right. Um, to ask the question. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. And, and let me just say, thank you for allowing me the chance to host uh, this series. This has been really good for me. And uh, I've been, I've enjoyed, uh, you know, asking the questions and, and having the conversations with you. So thank you uh, for allowing me the space to do that. Mary, thank you for being willing to step out. I know you have a podcast you're resurrecting as well. You want to, yeah. you want to throw yeah. it in for your podcast that you're resurrecting? Yes. Yeah, so I've, I've done this podcast before uh, called Coffee and Conversation, which is basically just an opportunity for us to talk in, in a faith-based way about the things that are going on in our world. Uh, and, and, and usually it's, it's very topical and it's, it is very relevant to what's going on in that time and, and day. But then we also talk about general things. We had a huge coffee conversation with a friend of mine, Rashad Cunningham, about race uh, and our culture. Um, so it really is, it's whatever strikes my fancy. We have a cup of coffee, we have a conversation. It is a lot of fun. Uh, and, uh, and it's, and there's no script to it. We just, we just talk and it's so much fun. So I will be resurrecting that podcast here this year. Uh, stay tuned. You can, you can go to my church's webpage, our Facebook page, the bridge church of Hendricks County, uh, or the bridge HC. Uh, and we will be posting updates, uh, toward, to that, uh, to that, uh, to that link for the, uh, podcast on that. So stay tuned for that. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you. All right. Thank you guys so much. Uh, next, uh, next week, our next uh, series, uh, April will be taking back over. So be looking forward to that. Uh, check the socials for when those things will be posting. Uh, so grateful for the opportunity. Thank you all so much for listening until next time, as always, peace, love, and soul. Thank you again for joining us for this episode of the Care to Change podcast, where we offer you practical solutions for positive change. Check out the show notes below to see resources mentioned in today's episode. You can follow us on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and YouTube to hear more about our conversation topics. If you have any questions from this episode or would like to hear more, please reach out to us on our care line at 317-979-7133 or email us at help at caretochange.org. We hope you found this episode helpful and invite you to join us for more of our podcast conversations.